Welcome to Bon Jovi Discussions. Today, I have one of my the good Bon Jovi friends, Laura, from Spain. Is that correct? Yes, from Barcelona, Spain. How are you doing, Laura? I'm fine, thank you. You're, you're doing well and staying safe where you're at? Yeah, yeah. Thankfully, me and my family, were, we are all safe and, and keeping well. Good, 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 good. So how did you become a fan? Well, I became a fan uh, with Crash. I discovered the band with Crash. I was 14 years old and I remember that I was, uh, my father used to own a, um, a dry cleaner. So I was getting into that dry cleaner with my father and It's My Life was sounding on the radio and I was like, what is that? So I remember that moment perfectly. So that's, I could tell you that that was the moment I became a fan. So 20 years ago. Yeah, that's what, that's what started for me too, was I saw It's My yeah, Life. Yeah, I know that. Yeah. yeah. And VH1 was a, when VH1 showed music videos, I guess, I saw the video. And yeah. That was really cool. And yeah. Yeah, then I started uh, looking for uh, the previous songs, previous, previous albums. And then I spent all my savings. Uh, I asked my mom to, to drive me to the music store. So I bought all the albums and I spent all my savings. What was your favorite album when you first became a fan? When I became a fan? Yeah. Maybe it was, uh, maybe this, I could tell you that maybe it was these days. Really? Yeah. I remember uh, sitting on, on my desk with a dictionary and listening to all the songs with the, uh, with the lyrics and a dictionary. And that's pretty much how I learned English. So it was a, a cool really? experience. Yeah. I used to translate all the lyrics and I learned a lot of vocabulary out of uh, translating songs, Bon Jovi songs, of course. That's really cool. I didn't know yeah. that. It's, that's interesting. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. when I was younger, I always wondered how, like, because, like, how massive they were in, like, places like Spain and all over Europe and, you know, all around the world in countries that didn't even speak English, you know, like, how did they exactly. know what, you know, so it was interesting, you know, it's like, like Moscow back in 89. But do they speak English? In Moscow? No, I don't think so. No, I don't know what their language is over there. Yeah, they, no, they, they speak Russian. Russian. They speak Russian, Russian there. Yeah. Dao. Yeah, and <laughs> here we speak Spanish, and our our level of English is not that pretty good. I mean, back in the seventies, uh, at school you didn't learn English. You you used they used to learn uh, French. But I, when I was at school, they, they taught me English. So, but still, the, the, the level of, of speaking is not very, very good. So, so that's how I learned English pretty much. Wow, that's interesting. So, you, so you're 14 when you Yeah, I was thing? 14. Yeah. 14. Exactly. Wow. And then you, you mentioned that you met the band in 2002. Yes. Well, actually, uh, they didn't come to, to Spain with the crash tour. So I had to wait until the, the next album, which was, well, not the next one, but the, the following one, which was Bounce. And they were promoting uh, the, the album here in Spain. And they came to Barcelona and they gave a, an acoustic free show, which was amazing. And the day before that, a radio station was giving a, like a, a contest. And you just had to, to call to the radio station and say that you were a, fan, a Bon Jovi fan. And you 
could have the chance to meet the band. And I was one of the, those lucky fans. So yeah, the day before the show, we went to the, to the hotel where they usually stay here in Barcelona. And we, get, we got to the, to the suite, to the hotel room, and we, we chat a little bit. They signed our, our album. We took a picture, which I have it here, if you want to, to see it. Wow. This is the picture I took with, with the band. I, I love how Tico's like, just like looking at you. Yeah. <laughs> at you <laughs> That's a cool photo, though. Yeah, it is. I was 16 here. Wow. How, how, were you nervous or were you excited? Or yes. My, my legs were, were shaking. And actually, uh, in order to take the picture, I had to, to walk uh, downstairs. And I was like, I'm going to fall down. I'm going to fall down. But luckily, I didn't. So, and the first, people I, the first person I met when I got downstairs, it was Tico. And he said hello in Spanish. And then I met, I think the next one was David, then Richie. And the last one was John. Was, which wow. was giving his back to me. He turned around and said, hi, dear. And I was like, oh, my God. And I was at his, at his hotel room, and it was crazy, crazy. But wow. I remember everything as, it, as if it was yesterday. And it was almost 18 years ago. How, how was the, the acoustic show? It was amazing. It was a really cool show because they, they opened with Love for Sale. That's something I, re I remember. Yeah. And I remember that David that day saw me and he, he was like, hello. He, he would like kind of wait at me. And it was, a, it was a great show. There were a lot of people. I don't remember how, how many people there were, maybe 40,000 or something like that. Because it was like outdoors. It wasn't in an arena or something. It was like in, in a square of Barcelona. There are uh, fountains out there. They turn off the those fountains and they play there. It's a really wow. cool place, yeah. They do a lot of songs off of balance acoustic, or I can't remember. I think they did like yeah, maybe fifteen or something. But you know, like an acoustic, they all sit down and with the guitars, and that was it. I remember that we asked John to play uh, always, but he didn't remember the lyrics. <laughs> which you know it often happens to him and yeah that was cool because we all helped him and he said he promised that the next time he he played at they played at in barcelona they should he should mm, learn the lyrics back and sing yeah. always again <laughs> yeah that's really cool so i, hmm. I love the bounce album and i think it's so yes you know it's one of those albums that is, is kind of forgotten about Exactly. It's really underrated. Yeah. There's so many good songs out there. I think from start to finish, it's a, it's a great album. You know, there's not a bad yeah, song out there. And it's a shame that he, they don't play anything. It's nice when, he, when, he's, when he's solo, you know, he'll, he'll play like uh, Joey or, or I think that's it. Actually. Right Side of Wrong. They, they used to play also Right Side of Wrong, which is a good one too. Yeah. I like Right Side of Wrong. One, mm. If I could pick one song to see live from that, it would be All About Loving You. Oh, Which, really cool. Surprisingly, even on the bounce tour, they only did it, I think, twice. And John did it acoustic. Oh, which is really wonderful. Which yeah. is really good. Yeah. One of my favorite songs of that album is The Distance, which is also uh, like kind of an underrated song. Yeah, I love The Distance. The Distance is good. 
This, what else is on there? There's Undivided, Every Day, The Distance, mm. Joey, Misunderstood. I love Misunderstood. Oh, yes. It was yeah. a single, the second single, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what else? There's All About Loving You, Hook, hook Me Up. It, that, that had to grow on me. Yeah, I, me too. I feel the same way at, yeah. with this song. That was like uh, a little heavier than the rest of the album. You know, I yeah. think it was like Bridget's guitars, it was pretty heavy. But it's like it, it doesn't fit there. Yeah. Yeah. It was like twice of of the umph like bounce had and stuff, you know, like uh -huh. it was yeah. a little too heavy. Kind of like a hey god type style, but it, it worked. Exactly, it yeah. As I got older, I got into it. So um so and then when did you uh start becoming friends with like other other fans? Well actually the first years, uh, well, I'm talking to you about a time where I didn't have, well, nobody had social media, so it was really difficult to find people who loved Bon Jovi. And I had no friends who loved Bon Jovi, only me. So actually at that concert, at that acoustic show, I was alone. I was by my own. Some of my friends came with me, but they, they were like going around and they didn't see the show. So I used to go by myself. Well, actually, remember at the um, Bounce tour, they came to Barcelona in 2003. And my dad uh, drove me to, to the stadium. And then when the show finished, he picked me up. Well, I was left there alone, queuing the whole day. And then when, when it ended, when the, the show ended, he picked me up and he drove me back home. So, so you went to the show by yourself? Yeah. Well, actually, well, when when you are the whole day queuing, you get to, you get to know people. But you, well, actually, I went there alone, so that's my story. And the same in two thousand and eight and in two thousand and eleven, I I went there by my own. So, and then the first time when I met people, like having Bon Jovi friends, it was last year. So I'm, I feel really, I'm feeling really lucky because I got to see uh, the band in five shows in, when they came here in Europe. And thanks to social, med, to social media, I got to know a lot of good people. And it all started with the cruise because I was thinking that I, I, I wanted to go to the cruise, but I didn't have nobody to share a room or something. And my sister was who told me, Come on, check Facebook because for sure you're going you're gonna to find somebody there. And she was right because I found, I found there a lot of people. Actually, I found there two of my best friends. With, I'm in touch every single day. We talk to each other 24-7. And they are from Madrid here in Spain, which is like five hours driving from here. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah, and they are... Two, people, two girls, my girls, and we are like the best friends. And we've known each other for over a year, but it seems like we've known forever. So it's kind of cool because, yeah, and that's thanks to Bon Jovi, of course. Absolutely. Yeah, that's, what, that's one of the, probably the best parts about going to a Bon Jovi show is being able to experience it with other uh, diehard fans, you know? Exactly. Um, and then, like you said, social media, before social media was a thing, you know, I knew a few other Bon Jovi fans through the fan club. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but, you know, once social media kind of started, you, you, you met people 
uh, through there. And then, you know, you go to a show, you, know, you don't see these people every day, but when you go to a show, exactly. you catch up with them and you, you can spend the entire day t- talking to them. And then, yes. then, it shows, then it's show time and you get to have fun at the show with them, experience it. And then after the show, you, you, you talk about the show for three, four hours. And exactly. And it's incredible because here where I live, there's like only one other Bon Jovi fan. And so like all of my, you know, my fiance, my friends, um, my colleagues, everybody just, they don't want to hear about it, you know? Yeah. And, and so, <laughs> I know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> and so like when, whether it's an event or if, it, if it's just like something happened with the band, like a new album is coming or something, I'm so excited and want to talk about it. You want nobody, to share it with other people. Yeah. yeah. Nobody here cares. But <laughs> yeah. the nice thing is that there's Bon Jovi fans, you know, through social media that do care. And that's where you get to share. Your yeah, yeah. I feel you. I feel you because yeah. I've been there. <laughs> yeah. And it's amazing how it, how a band, how music connects bands from all around. Exactly. The world. Like you're all the way in Spain and I'm here in the United States. And it's, exactly. It's, it's incredible. Yeah, actually, I have friends all around the globe. I have friends uh, which I feel really close to me. Uh, for example, in Scotland, in Ukraine, in Italy, in the States. So, and that's thanks to Bon Jovi, thanks to their music, their lyrics, because, well, you know it, uh, Bon Jovi, it's more than music. It's what they tell, what they make yeah. you feel. And it's, it's awesome. And for me, last year, it was pretty amazing to to get to to have a conversation uh about bon jovi because my conversations uh, about bon jovi until that moment were like me talking about bon jovi and somebody listening or not I, i'm not sure but it was pretty awesome to to get to talk about the band for hours and it was like wow that was really new for me yeah it, it, so. it, it. It's, it's, it's something that we get, you know? Yeah, exactly. Because and here around me, I have no friends uh, who like Bon Jovi. I mean, they all know me. The people who know me knows that uh, Laura, oh yeah, that Bon Jovi fan. So everybody knows I'm a, I'm a fan, but nobody else is. So, yeah. so you um, know, and before social media was a thing, I, I'd go, I've been going to shows since, you know, uh, the well, one one night tour, I guess. Um, and I'd, I'd be beside people and I'd be like, oh, yeah, I love this song. And, that, and they, these people only knew like Bad Name and Living on a Prayer. And, like, they didn't know yeah. any other <laughs> stuff. And then as you, you know, you went to more shows and social media started to develop, you start talking with other fans that like knew like deeps, like outtakes. And yeah, uh, this song should have been on this album, but it went on that album instead or wide genre you know like like stuff like nobody else knows except for the diehards you know yeah yeah yeah. you thought that you you only you were the only people in the world that knew that thing <laughs> but then yeah. it turns out that, that there's a lot of people who think like you i was like okay maybe i'm the only crazy girl that knows those details or specific things about bon jovi but then it turns out that, that it's not like that but and i feel really blessed because since last year i met a lot of people and actually, maybe people that, beside, uh, apart from my, my friends who are now my friends, I'm talking about people uh, who you meet uh, from show to show. Maybe you don't get that close to, to that people, but you see them from show to show. And it's like the atmosphere that's, that you live there, it's, it's magical. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There, there's some Bon Jovi friends that I have that I, I talk to every single day. 
The same. And there's, there's others where I have a good relationship with them, but we don't talk every day. But when, when a show comes and we're at the same show, we'll talk all day long. Yeah, exactly. And it's inc- I, I think with some of my my best Bon Jovi friends, I think that they're, they're better friends than the friends I have, you know, where I'm, where I'm at. Yeah, not, me too. Nothing against them. It's just, it's a different level of connectivity, you know? Exactly. Because, like, my friends here, they don't care about Bon Jovi. They, you know, like, I'll come home from a show and I'll, I want to talk about the show. Or, yeah, you're getting, you're you know? so excited that you need to share yeah. that, that joy. It, it, it's, it's like people, like, like, people at work or my friends are like how was everything how was the show and like the, all they want to hear is good yeah and i'll be like oh it was good this happened they played this song and they did, did this and they just don't care yeah yeah yeah. you know but it, it's nice it's... to have bon jovi friends that that get it and want to talk about it and share experiences. yeah exactly and you feel understood because i could talk to my friends around here about what bon jovi means to me but they might think i'm crazy how can you feel like that for a towards a, a, a music band it, yeah. they don't get that it's more than that so when you yeah. find someone to share that feelings it, it's awesome yeah you know it, it's like people who are so judgmental about i don't want to say the word obsessed yeah but really, they kind of yeah yeah it's kind like of being a big fan of, of a band you know it's no different than people with sports you know people who yeah. are diehard sport fans you know or any, everyone has their own hobby and i i think music is one of the most amazing things in the world no matter what band it is it, it, it's amazing you know because it takes you it to a whole other level it makes you feel things that nothing else can you know yes exactly you know, it's the like, same it's like what john says you know when he writes a song and he records it it's his song but once he releases it it becomes our song and, and it's also amazing how we interpret a song in, di- in a different way you know? Yeah, maybe he wrote it thinking about a spe- in a specific way, and then you get it from just maybe in another way, and, and that's the magic of it. Yeah, it's like the song "Welcome to Wherever You Are." Like uh, when he, they released that for the Have a Nice Day album, I I wasn't taking it one way, and then I find out John it was like under a political agenda. You know? Oh yeah. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah, and those things, it, it, it happened to me, I, I, can, I cannot tell you with specific, specifically which song it happened to me, but, uh, but sometimes it happened to me uh, with a song, but I realized about that, like, oh, mm, with maybe two, five years uh, later, I found out that that song was uh, meant to, 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 I don't know, to mean something else that, the, that, I, that I thought about. Yeah. Well, what's your favorite Bon Jovi song? If you had to pick one. Wow, this is a really difficult question yeah. because actually your polls, that your Twitter polls, oh, I yeah. had well, I had to sleep on it, and most of all, <laughs> so I couldn't tell you a song. Well, I could tell you the song that pumps me up the most, which is "99 in the Shade." I like "99 in the Shade." I'm surprised that you don't hear that as being someone's favorite song. So I like that. Yeah, it's one of, of my favorites. Yeah, but I could tell you, well, for years, it's been always. When I first uh, met the band, I was like, yes, always it's my song. Then it was these days. Uh, so these two. But then, yeah, 99 in the Shade is one song that when, when I hear it, when I hear the, the, just the, the beginning of the song, I'm 
it makes me want to jump and scream. And when I'm driving, I love to to hear, to sing that song while driving. Yeah, see, my favorite songs change so much that so it's hard for me to pick one. So, so pick your top five. So, always nine nine in the shade these days. What other two? Do you have a top five? Blood on blood. Blood on blood. Okay. Um. And just five. Just five. Okay. We have one more to go. I'd say um, next one hundred years. Oh, I love that. That's a good choice. I love the the band's jam session at the end. You know, that's yes. so cool. Yeah, and I wish they would have done that song after the Crush tour. I think they did a couple of times on Have a Nice Day tour. I can't remember. But I love the, the band's jam session at the yes. end. Yes. You know? Like in so, uh, any so other good. day, it happens the same in any other day. The ending. Yeah. Yeah, any it's other really day cool. Good. Yeah. Um, favorite album? Right now, my favorite album, um, I think I'm going to say New Jersey. New Jersey. Why is that? Because uh, I think most of the songs, uh, I, could, I could say that they're masterpieces. And I love every one of them from the, the beginning to the end of the, of the band. And then because of the meaning of that, of that album. Because, um, well, like they say, uh, New Jersey is an attitude. So it's like they wanted to show what New Jersey is to the world. And maybe that's why, because it's like they are really aware of where, where they're from so, and who they are. So this is pretty cool. And that means a lot to me. Yeah, I liked the New Jersey. I thought that was their best 80s album. It's like, you know, Slippery was a huge album for them. But like, I, I thought New Jersey was a, a, a lot better. Like, Slippery was a good album, don't get me wrong. But the New Jersey album was just really good. Yes, it was. Yeah, yeah. for me, I'd rather say that for me, it's better New Jersey than Slippery. Even though in Slippery, you have the, the hits, the, the first hits of the band, like Living or Want It. Or, but still, maybe it's because of the meaning of the, of the album also. Yeah. What did you think of the, uh, the 2014 box set released in New Jersey? Oh, yeah, I love it. There yeah. are plenty of songs that I discovered that I really love. Actually, right now, before you called me, I was listening to that album. And I really love, uh, for example, um, Back to Heaven or Now and Forever. I love Now and Forever. Um, yeah. Well, does anybody really fall in love anymore? That's a good one. Yeah. The long, acoustic... Long... The acoustic yeah. uh, "Born to Be My Baby" it's really cool too. Oh, I love that. And the then acoustic version. I think House of Fire. Yeah. Is that, is, yeah. Yeah. And then Alice Cooper took it and did it. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. He uh, Alice Cooper. I think like a year later after New Jersey, John didn't want it, and so he gave it to Alice Cooper, and Alice Cooper put it on one of his albums. And there's oh. a whole music video to it too, with you know. And I'm, I'm going to need to check it out. It, it's actually pretty good. I like, obviously, you know, I'm biased here, but I think Bon Jovi's version is, is a lot better. But Alice's is pretty yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then uh, the Diamond Ring version. Oh, yeah. Because a lot of people don't pretty realize cool. that Diamond Ring was written and recorded during the New Jersey session. Yeah. And, and I, I like prefer that, that version than the, the, the one that it's on these days' album. 
Yeah, me too. It's just like on these days version, it's just, it's kind of, I don't want to say boring, but it's not, you know, it, it, it's like a John and Richie song. It's not a bad song. Yeah. It's not, it, it's just, it's kind of, it doesn't fit these days album. But, but you will find a lot of people who who love it and who who is like like their favorite song because yeah. I remember in in the Mediterranean cruise uh, I think you know that that uh, during the um, the acoustic show it was there was a storm in in Mallorca so we had to do the they had to do the the show inside the theater so John did two shows instead of one because we we had to fit oh. all the fans inside a theater so they he did two shows which were uh shorter but still they were great so and there were a lot of people upset because at the first show he played um diamond ring and not at the in the second one of course and it was like i'd rather be at the second show <laughs> just yeah. because of that well i heard there are fans that snuck in in both both shows you know like they went to the first show they were allowed to but then they snuck into the second show I oh really i heard there was a few fans that did that yeah i didn't do oh that i did the first cruise i didn't do the second one but uh, yeah i know i heard i heard that so yeah and i did like you i followed your advice because i remember you posted that you were queuing like for 12 hours for the show oh my gosh <laughs> so we did we did the same me and my friends from from madrid and one friend from from ukraine we woke up like at i think it was 5 30 in the morning and we yeah. went to the pool deck and we were like sitting there since 6 a.m oh my god that was crazy but yeah. it was really worth it oh yeah it was Yeah, we were on for for mine both days. I got up at six, seven in the morning, and it was like ninety, ninety five degrees Fahrenheit. I don't know what that is in Celsius, yeah. thirty or something. It was hot. Yeah, it was and hot. I waited the entire day from yeah, like me six too. in the morning to <laughs> But like you said, it was worth it. You know? Yeah, yeah, totally and worth it. For me, I I could tell you that maybe it was the the best show I uh, I've been. Uh, even I've I've been in. Uh, I mean, last year I was the cruise was uh, after the the, uh, the European tour, which I I saw the band in five different shows, but still that show with uh, Kings of Suburbia, I could tell it was the best because John was on fire. He was like yeah. jumping and dancing. I had I was like I was feeling like I was in my living room dancing and singing with him, just the two of us because it was magical. Yeah. Well, I can put it in words. I, I know that you understand me, but it was it was awesome. Yeah, I agree with you. I I think John has a lot. I've been to fifty two Bunch Jovi shows, and some of them were solo too. But I think the cruise shows were the the best shows because I think John has more fun and he's more laid back when it comes to you know the KLS shows or when he's solo. Like he doesn't really have to prove himself when he's with exactly. the band. You know, when he's with Bon Jovi, you know. You know, releasing an album and doing, you know, a world tour, he has to prove himself, and it's a huge organization. I mean, everything has to be perfect. With a KLS show, you know, he's just fun, laid back. Yeah, fun exactly. And, he's and it, he's too relaxed, and he's just chilling and having fun, and you can you know, notice that. Yeah, you know, you're talking about the him doing Diamond Ring on the first show and on your cruise. Mm -hmm. That's what's so great about those acoustic shows is that he will do songs that you never will ever see the band do exactly. you know like 
like on my on my cruise, he did. Um, I was hoping for one or the other. I was hoping for I will drive you home or oh. color me in. I got lucky and got and got both. You know, other things he did. Both of them. Wow, lucky you. Yeah. He did Joey. Um, he did the acoustic version of Always, just the first part. Um, I can't remember the other ones offhand, but what what songs did he do on yours? Well, he surprised us with "Here Comes the Sun," which is one. Well, in the other show that he he played, he played "Hallelujah," and I didn't get to see it. So at the in the second show, he played. Uh, yes, uh, as I said, um, "Here Comes the Sun," which was, was a, it was a great surprise for me. He, I, we also had um, You Want to Make a Memory, which I didn't Ooh. hear it live yet. So it was my first time. And I remember It's My Life, Living Our Prayer. Um, what else? A whole lot of living also. Ooh, so, yeah, it was, it, it was a great set list for me, yeah. That is. A, I, I got to dig out my set list. Just remember what song they played but it was good i remember he finished up with hallelujah and he was on fire i would that's love in, to hear it live i haven't yet so hallelujah. that's why that yeah that's in my bucket list and then the the rock show the next night uh the full-on rock show they opened up with uh, we got it going on wow and i like the next tour i hope they open up because it is it's such a great song to open up with. Yes. I love it. You know, I what, remember what that. Uh, which song he opened with? They opened with Lost Highway. And then the second oh, one was Summertime. Which, oh. uh, it was amazing. Summertime was like, wow. The, the, he did Summertime on the. Yes. Oh. It was one of the best moments when I was telling you uh, previously that I was feeling like I was dancing with him in my living room. It was during that song. It was it was amazing. Yeah, I'm he surprised us. Yeah, I'm 150% jealous right now. <laughs> I love Summertime. It's such a good song. I haven't seen it since the Lost Highway tour, and they kind of like never played it again. But that song is so fun live. You can see it in in YouTube. There's a whole the whole show. Somebody posted there, and in you can see it, and it's it's pretty well recorded. It's good quality. During this quarantine, I've seen it like a couple of times. That show, I can oh. see myself in the front row, like waving and singing, yeah. and because he goes into the crowd during that show too, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, and he he brought it two was... he brought two fans up to sing with him too. I think. Yeah. One of them sung uh, "It's My Life" and the other one "Living on a Prayer," which was the last song. So wow. he he show, he closed the show with singing with a fan, which is amazing. Yeah, that is. Well, before we wrap things up here, what is your favorite music video? My favorite music video. Maybe I'd go with "It's My Life" because it it breaks it it takes me to to. To that time when I met the band, and I, I was like watching it again and again and again. So I could tell you that, yeah, because because of the feelings, not because of the video. I could tell you that because of of what reminds me. Yeah, 
I thought that, I I just think it's cool in the video, you know, the stunt man, you know, he's rushing to get to the, the Bon Jovi show and yeah, actually the 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 video of uh, from for Limitless, it kind of reminds me of of that video of it's my I, life video. I thought so too, especially like when they're jumping off really? the bridge up to the yeah. final chorus. It's yeah, like it was like oh my god, it's like a deja vu. Yeah. Yeah. It would have been amazing if they got the same actor, you know, whoever. Yeah, was. it but, would have uh, be, been great. Yeah, I thought that was a cool video. You know, mine is uh, You Want to Make a Memory. That's my favorite. Because oh. it's so sad. Like, yeah, first, it's kind of sad. When I first heard the song, they debuted it on, um, I think, American Idol or something. And I, I thought the song was really good. But then I, the music video came out a few weeks later. And you know what the video is, you know, it, it's so sad. Yeah, it you know, is. Because like throughout, throughout the whole video, you know, it's just like him kind of sitting sitting there watching in the video, you know, his wife. Yes. Get ready. And then at the end, you realize that he's either A, living in the past or B, he's a ghost and he's not. Exactly. You know, and he's moved on. Yeah, it's, so really, it's really sad. Yeah. So You just remind me of another video, which I really loved, which is uh, all about loving you. Oh, that's it's such a really a good cool one. one. Yeah. Yeah, I love a really that. Really good one. I, I think if anybody tried to do that now, they'd get arrested. Yeah, exactly. It keeps them like it's like uh, you can compare it to you want to make a memory because until the end, you're like, what's gonna happen? What's gonna happen? And it's it's really cool. Yeah. 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 See, I I can never do that. I can't even get on the top of my my roof at my house. I I can't do heights. <laughs> You, so, you're afraid of heights. Oh, absolutely! I'm afraid of heights. Really? <laughs> yeah, I, I could, I, like I said, I can't even get on my own roof to clean the gutters. Oh my god! <laughs> I hate heights. Like I can go up a ladder about four steps, and that's it. And that's it. That's it. I'm. You, you can do heights. Well, yeah, I think so. Okay. Well, actually, one of the things that it's my, in my it's in my bucket list is to to skydive. I would love to to do that. <laughs> I have zero desire, zero percent desire to ever do that. Well, once I once I do that, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna try to convince you to to try it. I just I'll live my experience through you. I'll just let, let you talk about it. Well, Laura, okay. thanks for thanks for coming on today. Uh, it was great. Well, Thank you for doing everything you you are doing with these uh, discussions, with the, all the uh, Bon Jovi challenges you're doing on Twitter. Actually, the quarantine has been really great, thanks uh, to what you're doing. So I wanted to thank you that, because you're yeah. doing a great job. Thank you. Today is actually the last day of the, the, the polls. Yeah, I already voted. I voted for yeah. always. Good job. I I, I, I I was surprised that you give love of mine a bad name made it to the final round against always. I well, would ne have never imagined that. I think you give originally when we were doing the Slippery album, you give love a bad name. I think lasted up until Bad Medicine. So that yeah, I think four, so. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. It lasted a lot. So that's nine songs. Yeah, and then it did well through the final pull rounds, and then. And today it's up against all, and always is obviously going to win. But then yeah. tomorrow we're going to do the box set, which I think will be interesting because that's oh, that's one thing. That's one thing about uh, these pools, though, is I think that there's a lot of uh, general fans on Twitter that just know the hits because, like, when, oh, when there yeah. was like a, a hit song versus a deep track, 
the hits were winning like crazy. And so I think with the box set, I think it, that's going to be one thing where it's just like the diehard Bon Jovi. Yes, because the, the normal fans, they are not going to know the whole yeah. song. So Yeah, probably won't get as many people voting, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It's, it's fine. All right, Laura, thanks for coming on. <laughs> Thank you, Jerry. All right, bye. Bye.